0: Every day we face hurdles in our life and problems that require new approaches or breakthrough innovations. In this podcast series, we're going to meet people that take audacious swings for the fence because they believe that changing the game is their personal responsibility. They believe it is up to them to be the solution. Hi, I'm Mark Forche. I'm the President and CEO of Delphinus Medical Technologies. Welcome to our Be The Solution podcast. Uh, we have a really exciting topic and a group of participants today. And of course, this podcast is focused on innovation and how we address challenges and how we find solutions and as i think about dense breast screening in that process there's really three groups of participants in a screening event that uh, that play vital roles of course the patient and the role they play radiologists as they read the images and they see the outcome of the scans but the technologists and the people that directly match the technology to the patient to acquire data, play an incredibly vital role, not just in capturing the data, but in also providing insight to how an innovation can be properly optimized uh, to deliver its very best work. And the people that we have here today um, have done some incredible work in developing the Softview technology as an innovation and i'd like to welcome lisa bay knight uh, from carmanos Uh, lisa is a research nurse that has worked extensively with softview vivian link is a clinical research associate uh, also at Carmanos and extensive work with the software technology as it uh, evolved. And then Jen Grenadaria, a technologist at one of our research sites. Uh, so thank you all for being here and thanks for the work that you did in this study. And, um, and you played a really vital role in optimizing the technology for dense breast screening. So um, maybe let's start with this. So each of you uh, found your way into women's health, into breast screening. Uh, so what, what inspired you to focus your career on this, uh, on this specialty and this, this work that you, uh, that, that, that you've done, maybe Jen, we'll start with you. Uh,
1: so where I work, I actually started at the front desk, um, wow. and then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I started at the front desk and then an opportunity in the research department, um, opened up and mm-hmm. that's how I started in the research department.
0: Wow, awesome, yes. and that, uh, that's, a, that's a cool path, yes. pathway to get there. Uh, Lisa, how about you?
2: Well, um, I am a registered nurse by training. Uh-huh. Um, I've started my career in clinical research uh, 1997. Mm-hmm. Uh, half, almost half of my career was in pharmaceuticals, and then I transferred over to device studies. Um, hired in at Wayne State University, um, working on ultras uh, 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 mammogram related device, and then I collaborated with. Dr. Nib Durek and Dr. Peter Littrup on this wonderful technology that we're discussing today, SoftView. Um, I became their research nurse about 16 years ago, and I've seen it from infancy to FDA approval. Yeah. And it's been a wonderful, a phenomenal experience. Um, I love women's care and working in disparities. I work in Detroit um, in the urban setting. And I just think this would be an awesome technology to not just impact women, but minority women as well.
0: Yeah, fantastic. And yes. you played a really interesting <laughs> role that we're going to talk about in a second. Love to uh, love to talk about that. And Vivian, how about you? What?
3: Well, I came originally from uh, the automotive industry and uh, left that field and went to Carmanis. So I started working back in uh, 2010 at Carmanis. And uh, then about 2012, I spotted this lady going by and I got inquisitive as to what she was all about. So um, I found Lisa and found the SoftView device was in its very, very early stages and became very interested. And it's a personal um, interest for me because I am a breast cancer survivor this year, 17 years. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And so I have come full circle from being a person that worked in uh, the breast center to also having uh, breast cancer myself. And going through all of that, um, so and my mother was a survivor, and my sister is a survivor as well. So the finding breast cancer early and detecting it, hopefully with this device,
0: yeah, well, is going to um, be number awesome. one. Uh, very. Uh, appreciative you shared that part of your life and your journey and that's that's exactly why we all do what we do my mom had breast cancer i was Uh, in ophthalmology for 30 plus years and i came to this to to pay a tribute to my mom so kind of full circle for you too (laughs) so so um absolutely and uh that's that's why we do it so um so let's just take a second and you know Mm -hmm. dense breast screening um, seems to clearly be an unmet need for new technology to address mm-hmm. some things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and you've had different experiences. Let's let's go back before Softview. Let's go back before Softview. And what things, when you looked at available technologies, were the challenges that we need to define solutions for, uh, because this this technology was intended to address them. So what things did you look at and say, "Wow"? this could be done better uh jim maybe start start with you because i think you work with a lot of stuff
1: yeah yeah so um we had the abus um that had um a lot of hinders Uh um a lot of uh stuff that started with that is the pressure that you put onto the patient um so onto the chest so abus is an ultrasound where the patient is laying on their back um, and then the ultrasound is put onto their chest. So, and then from there it's pressure, pressure, pressure. So a lot of the older patients can't have that pressure onto their chest. Um, A lot of patients that can't have that pressure onto the chest so that you can't do it on a lot of population of patients. Um, You also have MRI that is not good for patients with dense breasts and there's also, Injections. Hmm. So you have injections with MRI and a lot of patients don't like the needles. Yeah. Um, you also have handheld ultrasound, which is also good, but it also takes a very long time to do that. Um, and it also is a person that does it. So you you have all these patients that need to have that, but you also have a person that has to do that. So it backs up patients. Yeah. Um, so that exam itself takes about maybe 15 to 20 minutes to do Um, so if you have maybe 20 patients that have to do it, that need that exam, it's one person that does it and that's a full day of patients. So 20 patients for one person to do. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So
0: a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, uh, maybe room to, to see things that could address some of these challenges. Um, uh, Vivian, Lisa, what, anything you'd add to that?
2: Well, I would add, um, I'm not a stenographer or a mammographer, um, my own personal experience with mammography itself, um, is a necessary discomfort. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most common things we hear from patients and even in our research studies is, is there a better way? to screen my breast without the compression, without the radiation and the discomfort. Um, And then when you have the challenge Mm -hmm. of having dense breast, which on mammography, um, the dense part of the breast is the fibrous breast that looks white. Um, And the fatty tissue looks dark and you can find things in dark backgrounds because cancer on the mammogram may look white cloudy. And when Mm -hmm. you have dense breasts, like Kylie, you can potentially miss Mm -hmm. cancers in the breast. So that's Mm -hmm. a challenge for mammography, mammography, finding um, potential cancers in dense breasts. Mm -hmm. We know that ultrasound doesn't have that challenge Mm because we can find um, masses in dense breast tissue. Mm -hmm. But as um, uh, Jenny uh, spoke earlier, she stated that Ultrasounds, uh, whole breast ultrasounds, are time. It, it takes a long time mm-hmm. to do one breast, let alone two breasts. And is mm-hmm. operator dependent. Mm-hmm. So you'd be depending on the operator to acquire a very thorough exam, and it can't be replicated the same way all the time. Mm-hmm. But that's a, that's a problem that we have to address. Mm-hmm. And soft, you being the solution to that, you can acquire the uh, a replicate the same image of the whole breast with soft view mm-hmm. without the, uh, the the variation of the operator mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. just p- properly positioning the patient and pushing the button. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, it only takes less than three to four minutes to acquire a scan of each breast yeah. with the soft view. Right. And that was a solution mm-hmm. to a problem that we had uh, with screening Especially women with dense breasts, yeah. so uh, and, and as you mentioned, the MRI it's time consuming it's invasive because you have the uh, contrast, um, and then um, some people have uh phobias and uh it is harder to manage them for to lie still for 45 minutes. It's loud. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's loud yeah. and it's it's very it is, expensive.
3: It yeah. Yes it is.
2: Um one of the advantages of ultrasound is that we could probably still have the the same billable codes. Um mm-hmm. uh, for a, a a regular ultrasound, but you get a, m- a more thorough uh Exam with from the radiologist's point of view. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so.
0: One of the things that you're mentioning there, uh, there, there's interest in other modalities. Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, so it's probably because there's an unmet need that yes. needs to be satisfied, and yes. everybody's yes. looking yes. for a better solution. Yes. So, so I think that's clearly what this was intended to be. Mm-hmm. Vivian, anything you want to add? Or?
3: Well, I just want to stress that because there's no compression, and there's not um, radiation involved, which we all want to avoid radiation. Mm -hmm. I mean, going through cancer myself, I certainly don't want to be exposed to any more radiation than I have to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, time is of the essence. People don't have time. We have so many people with busy, busy schedules. So if we can get this patient in and out uh, within 20 minutes for Mm -hmm. the whole thing, yeah. they're going to come back to us yes yeah. yeah. and people aren't going to be hesitant about doing their uh, annual mammogram yeah. they're going to come back and they're going to follow through on their their health you know they're going to take care of themselves yeah.
0: and that's a you know that's a really key thing I think for us to think about um, there's 38 million w- uh, women in mm-hmm. the United right. States alone mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. would be in the category of dense breast patients. Wow. If you just kind of look wow. at, look at the data mm-hmm. and about half of them don't get screened. So, mm-hmm. exactly. I, so there's a, there's a real need, I think, to try and address that in yes. an appropriate way. So Jen, I think it's really remarkable. I mean, I love, I love that you went from the front desk mm-hmm. uh, to this incredible development project. Yep um but uh but you did not have a specific degree or license to do that i do not uh no. doesn't require that that's a, that's a i think a really key thing that enables somebody like yourself yeah. to do this mm-hmm. um in other technologies I think you experienced as a yeah. patient, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. And and so, um, how did I I mean that was probably pretty remarkable to enter a study like this. Yeah. Any comments on or thoughts on that? Uh,
1: so being part of a research team with this type of study, we didn't have to rely on anybody else in our building. So yeah. no mammogram techs, no sonographers. It was a research team. Yeah. So we didn't have to have anybody else pulled down to the study. It was all us yeah. because yeah. I was able to go downstairs. I was able to recruit the patient and then I was also able to scan the patient. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So from start to finish, it was all me yeah. or wow. one of my counterparts. So, mm-hmm. so it was mm-hmm. all us. Well,
0: so, I mean, that's another remarkable solution to a challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times you have a, you have a brand new technology mm-hmm. that requires some really specific detailed training and certification or licensure to to be able to to um do the data acquisition mm-hmm. um so this that's really cool that mm-hmm. it allows you to do mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. and participate, mm-hmm. it's great for the practice yeah, too yeah. to be able to to have you do that yeah. and uh in in advance what they're doing on the research side so yeah. fantastic yeah. Mm-hmm. there was a point in time at which uh the first soft prototype uh, so, so you guys didn't. I mean, at, at that time, it was uh, Dr. Durick and mm-hmm. Dr. Littrup that, yes. that created that prototype and uh, came in. And I, I don't think it was the prettiest thing in the world. No, it, was. But, but it, it took had, up half a room. <clears throat> it had some. It, it had some. Uh, had some really novel core technology that was intended to address some of these things. And when you looked at it and thought about it from a patient scanning and positioning standpoint, Mm -hmm. what kind of things, so there's a lot of new things here. Mm -hmm. So water, Mm -hmm.
2: uh, there's a
0: transducer Mm -hmm. ring, there's a positioning the patient appropriately to to address the transducer ring. Mm -hmm. What kind of things did you think about in, in guiding that patient the right way?
3: You go ahead, Lisa.
2: Well, um, seeing the evolution of of the soft view system, initially um, the positioning was very simple. Mm -hmm. Basically, the patient lied on the bed. They placed their breast, um, the stomach down. They placed one breast at a time in the opening in the. On the pool of warm water, and there was a circular ring, so it was easy, pretty, pretty easy to position the patient, making sure the patient's breast wasn't touching the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, the The issue wasn't the patient's comfort or positioning. It it became an issue when um, we would do when we would t- uh, gather the images, and the breast would move, so mm-hmm. that would cause. Imaging artifacts and um, and it wasn't the best quality initially for the radiologist radiologist mm-hmm. to read and interpret, um, so we had to come up with a, a way to also. Uh, don't take away from the dis the comfort of in the time and the comfort that the patient experienced mm-hmm. in the positioning but making the breast more stabilized yep. so it's not moving yeah. um and that that uh, evolved around 2016 I believe mm-hmm. 2016 before we did our um, uh, multi-center clinical trials. Um, mm-hmm. the, so with that, um, we found that the radiologists were more satisfied with the image quality. Um, they didn't have a lot of artifacts. Um, there was this nice little, uh, they called it the secure breast interface, mm-hmm. which, which was a coupling, yep. uh, for the so nipple and breast. Oh, yeah, yep. yep. And it yep. helped to stabilize the breast. So it wasn't moving in, in the water. Mm-hmm. And also for our women with the smaller breasts, it helped them gently elongate that breast and get a nice shaping so the doctors, the radiologists can get a very nice reading. Yeah. And it, it improves the, uh, the quality of the images so much better. And, and in terms of comfort, the, the patients, uh, the majority of our patients would say, oh, <laughs> I would do this. Any day over <laughs> yep. a, a mammogram, yeah. there's Absolutely. no compression. It's very comfortable. Yeah. You could hardly feel the suction that yeah. helps keep hold the, yeah. the nipple in place. So I, I I love being able to follow evolution yeah. into, mm-hmm. to to the point of mm-hmm. FDA approval. Absolutely, so, it's yes. been mm-hmm. fantastic
3: ride. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I th- I think what you've just spoken about is one of the things that is really essential in um. In solving problems mm-hmm. in right. technology, mm-hmm. so so uh, those things that you describe—the breast moving, mm-hmm. not being elongated, uh, the resulting artifacts from that—those are challenges mm-hmm. that have to get communicated critically to a company to be able to seize it mm-hmm. and then give it to the engineering team and say, "Now figure this out." Yeah. So right. this this podcast is be the solution. Yeah, yes. That was a massive challenge to say, how do you do that? How do you maintain patient comfort? Mm-hmm. How do you deliver consistent imaging in a way that, uh, that enhances the ability to see the cancers in mm-hmm. the tissue? Mm-hmm. And so secure, I mean, I, so uh, I then had the just incredible, uh, seat to be able to watch how this all unfolded in developing this technology. And it was transformational. Mm -hmm. So um, transformational in that it uh, was technically essential to deliver these great images. Mm -hmm. But those things don't happen unless you have people defining problems, defining challenges, Mm -hmm. communicating them appropriately. And then a company has to have an ear to listen yeah. mm-hmm. and right. not say, "Oh no, you're doing it wrong." <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right, a, right. To, to listen to those things and then take that information and uh, respond appropriately. Right. You know, so I mean, the thing, the things that each of you have said have been uh, been really, really key in what went into developing that. Mm-hmm. Do you, any thoughts that you have on this, Jen, or is just
1: is... no? I mean, the patients then never had. An issue with that Uh, patients were great they loved it yeah yeah
0: yeah absolutely so so uh i think the you know kind of the whole pendulum breast i I know when i sort of entered delphinus and i heard uh, uh, long ago there were some water bath approaches and the Mm -hmm. pendulum breast was really a key issue Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. so so uh i think we solved that but we solved that from great introspective process and Combining feedback with technology and, and engineering approaches to do it. Um, so, <clears throat> So then we launch into a study, yes, and right? <laughs> uh, you enrolled patients. <laughs> yes. um, maybe just tell me a little bit uh, about the process of enrolling a patient, or I'm not enrolling a patient, but but scanning a patient. What things really strike you? Because each of you cited things that that uh, you thought were problems need to be solved. Maybe Jen, I'll start with you on this. Uh, when you think about the scanning a patient, what are the key pieces that you? Uh, you know, that you instructed them to do and kind of took as your role?
1: Yeah, so um, we would have them lay on the table, uh, step up and lay on the table, Um, one knee up, one arm up. We would get them onto the table, make sure that they were comfortable. Um, We would press the button and pretty much the machine would do it themselves. Yeah. They'd do everything itself. Um, We would, you know, instruct them to lay there, be quiet, breathe normal. And these patients would literally fall asleep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> they yeah. Some snoring. Um, Yeah. <laughs> after it's done, the it kind of lets the it lets it go. The breast go. Um, you know, we would kind of say, okay, m- you know, this breast is done. Let's go to the next one. Yeah. Um, they would kind of switch positions. Um, yeah. Next knee up. Next arm yeah. up. Um, we would get them into position. We would press yeah. the button again. And again they would just very still, very quiet, yeah. and they would just relax. Yeah. Um yeah. and then when they were done, we they would dry themselves off yeah. and they, you know, this is great. This is awesome. Yeah. And um, it is a self cleaning tank. Yeah. You know, you press a button and it the water drains, it cleans itself, yeah. and next water batch comes in and yeah. it's warm and it's ready for the next season. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean <laughs>
0: yeah. awesome, awesome now. Yeah. So you mentioned uh, the position of the arm, position of the knee. Mm -hmm. And um, so uh, those things were not immediately uh, known uh, how Mm -hmm. to do that. And I think you guys played a really important (laughs) role
2: as, 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 uh, uh, you know, optimizing
0: patient (laughs) positioning. Uh So any, any comments on that? What you, how you learned? Well,
2: um, we, we can't say one size fit all because like, Women, we're we're diverse. We have smaller breasts, larger breasts, um, and and you have to position them accordingly. So um, the standard is, like uh, Jenny Jennifer said, um, you would. Um, lift one arm up and yeah. one leg up and, and make sure the breast is not touching the ring mm-hmm. um, and um, make sure the nipple makes contact with the secure interface mm-hmm. um, and that there's a nice elongation and positioning of the breast mm-hmm. before you push the button like yeah. you stated. Yeah. And and the system scans the breast itself. You know, we, yeah. we just make sure that it's positioned properly and, and um, push button and it's done in about three minutes. Yeah. The nice thing is, I've even had patients say, like, do I have to hold my breath? No, not for three minutes. We're not going to no. do CPR on you. No. <laughs> no CPR. Uh, but um, the, it, the nice thing is, they you just breathe normal, just relax. Um, and most patients are so ecstatic about this type of technology. It doesn't take all day. Um, generally, they just they undress, remove their um, jewelry um they uh we scan them from usually they can wear their their undergarments um their 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 uh, from the waist down Mm -hmm. we provide a nice little either uh, a gown or cape and it's very discreet um and we scan you know once we position them we scan them and like you stated we they dry off um, we make sure they get off the table safely and they're good to go and the, the scanning process itself from the time we get them on the table and off is about 10 minutes 10 mm-hmm. minutes um yeah. and um like i said the patients are very comfortable most of them have very positive things to say about the process especially for women who have experienced um, a m- mammogram or maybe an mri uh even a handheld um, ultrasound which is the standard uh, for adjunct screening uh, on dense breasts for mammogram patients. Um, so this is a, a very viable, awesome alternative to um, handling patients with dense breasts. And uh, you said 38 million, that's yeah. that's like, that blows yeah, your mind. Huge, huge yeah. number. Now they have an option. Requires automation, requires something. Yes, some, yeah, yes. In, now they have an
0: option. That, yeah. mm-hmm. so, so we know based on these processes Mm -hmm. that uh, it delivers consistent, repetitive, um, fantastic Mm -hmm. imaging. And we see the output of the data, Mm -hmm. the PMA approval, improvement of sensitivity, specificity. I mean, so that's all that's all super impressive. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the things that was really critical here is ensuring that in this scan process, patients uh, had a exceptional experience. So um, Mm -hmm. maybe just your comments on what you as directly interfacing with patients, what you hear and what you've experienced in their feedback to you uh, through this process.
3: Oh, so comfortable. So comfortable. Mm -hmm. So easy to do. Mm -hmm. Um, All ages can do it. I mean, it doesn't have to be that 40-year-old, it can be that 80 year old, you know, um, we're very flexible. Mm -hmm. We work with the patient. Yeah. Uh, We've even had patients come in, you know, that are on oxygen or have had a broken foot or whatever. We have gotten them up on the table safely, Mm -hmm. scanned them, got them on their way. Yeah. I would say the number
2: one comment we get, um, especially after they, the patient's experience um, soft you. When will this take the place of mammography? And we have to explain to them. (laughs) It's it's, not. It's not gonna take the place of mammography, um, but it will help enhance the ability for us to catch cancers early on that might be missed by mammography. And with 38 million women um, that have dense breasts, I mean, that blows my mind and just think, just to think, just a few years, I think in 2016, Michigan got the mandate to inform patients. Right. It's by law, they are informed that they have to be notified they have dense yeah. breasts. Yeah. Um, a lot of women didn't know what that mean. Yeah. I didn't know what dense breasts yeah. meant until I started yeah. doing uh, soft you. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize it was a challenge when yeah. mammography until I started working with Sofia, yeah. right, and um, and there's your problem, and yeah. here's a solution. Yeah, um, who, um, all of us have a mother, daughter, sister, yeah. auntie, a girlfriend, someone that has um, close to us that has experienced a scare. I have. Yeah. I've had a couple of biopsies, and I it, it I was scared to death that yeah. I, it might come back cancer. My my beloved here, <laughs> she she experienced that and thank God she's 17 years survivor. Um, And and, and I know, and I have family members who have had breast cancer, like you said, your mother. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm hearing, uh, to me, uh, being an African-American woman, um, knowing that we are the most likely to, we we might be diagnosed the same as our counterparts, our white women but we die the highest yeah. in, this, in this country from breast cancer. Yeah. right. And um, I, for the number of, uh, we're in the urban setting, for the yeah. number of women that come through our doors, a mo- majority of our study patients are African-American women, which is yes, is rare, yeah. you know, yeah. um, that we would participate in research. But their number one thing is I'm scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it's painful. Yeah. I, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And, um, I hear it from all women, but it—it it, it really, you know, to see that we can have something that would address disparities as yeah. well. Yeah. It's, it just—it just warms my heart.
0: So, Vivian, you know, as a survivor, I know this is personally so meaningful to you to work on this. Yes. yes. Um, but I also know from conversations we've had that one of the things that has really—that really impacted you, and it was a. It was kind of one of those watershed um, pivotal moments for mm, us yes, as it a was. company mm, was mm-hmm. the very first patient where we found a cancer that MAMO had missed, missed in the study. Yeah. And, and it was, it was a, a really touching moment to all <sighs> right. of us. Mm. It You're brings all, tears to my yeah. eyes now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts yeah. on that? Cause I, I well,
3: know as a cancer survivor, finding that um, mass... On an ultrasound, on soft view. This woman was a volunteer into a study that came. Had no idea. Had no idea. She's screening. Yes, screening mammography. mammography. Mm -hmm. And we happened to spot that cancer. That was missed. And get her the cure that she needed to prevent mm-hmm. that cancer from spreading. Early possibly detection. from losing her breast or or worse, her life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean it mm-hmm. just touches yeah. your heart.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, she was she was quite vocal about yeah. the life impact that had for mm-hmm. her. Yes. And um, so meaningful to us as a company mm-hmm. and uh, meaningful to, to me personally, mm-hmm. you know Wanting us to to achieve something yeah. really impactful here, yeah. her quote uh, is on a uh, picture right outside my wall. Mm, Every right. person that walks mm-hmm. in my office sees that quote, yes. and that's why we do what we do. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, and and it's, that's why we do what we yes. do.
3: Yeah. yeah, women today are used to having you know the the mammogram, yeah. the ultrasound, but we want to uh, help future women. You know, our younger women. Yeah and make them aware of our technology yeah. you know get that out there
0: well i think you know to, to me this opens up a whole new whole new uh pathway mm-hmm. for right. for patients mm-hmm. i mean uh, you know they uh they have a whole new approach as a dense breast patient right mm-hmm. to satisfy when the, the confusion when when they get the dense breast letter mm-hmm. yes. and they say what do i do well right. actually they don't even have to come back another day they mm-hmm. can do it that day with Sophie. that's exactly. what the indication allows and um and so all of that helps address those 38 million patients that right. do get scanned and yeah. that should get scanned uh it makes a, makes a big difference right. in all that
2: it's, it's interesting you mentioned that um about the women um the reason why we hold the women start screening around 40 years old because of the radiation Right. Um, with you there is no radiation. So uh, if you have a history of breast cancer in your family and you have women who are dense breast, um, I, I'm a mother, I want my daughter who's 20 or 25 to start getting her some type of screening assessment. Yeah. So she won't catch cancer before she's even, I mean, have a cancer um, before she's even able to get a mammogram. Um, We've had uh, volunteers in our studies, younger, young women, we had one, uh, I think two women um, that were under 40, African-American women that were, their cancers were uh, were found one during her pregnancy and she was late stage Mm -hmm. pregnancy. So she had to hold off Um, her her chemotherapy treatment till the baby was born, and the other one um, she she uh, was newly married, um, and in her early thirties. So there was no way that her cancer would have been found yet mm-hmm. by mammography because she wasn't at the proper yeah. age. So this gives um, women with the especially with history um, in their family. The, the opportunity to start their screening sooner without that radiation exposure.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, mm-hmm. Rewarding yes. to hear that, uh, you yes. know, that's why we do it. Yes. So all those all those reasons yeah. are why mm-hmm. um, I think we need new solutions, yes. uh, why we worked all so hard to get here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd just like to, to say to the viewers, uh, you know, so this, I think this is an exceptional example of how, Individuals involved in something can make such a difference. Uh, All of these women uh, that participated in this study and development of this technology, their feedback, uh, company being able to listen to things carefully, all of that really resulted in an incredible outcome. Uh, But it's each person staring at a challenge And saying uh, we want to be a solution for that challenge and developing an innovative approach to do it. Uh, That's what this discussion is all about. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Watch for future episodes and we look forward to seeing you again. Thank you. Thank
2: you. Thank
0: you, you, Mark, for having us. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks.